Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Loveline with neo-feminist entrepreneur and talk show host Amber Rose. I'm going to be talking about sex, relationships, and self-confidence. Everything from sexual curiosity to self-empowerment. Amber is joined by certified sex therapist Dr. Chris Donahue. I'll be talking about my own personal experiences and answering intimate questions from fans. This is Loveline with Amber Rose. Hey, you're listening to Loveline with Amber Rose and Dr. Chris. What's going on, Dr. Chris? Hey, hey. What's the deal, man? How was your week? It was good. It was really relaxing. It's definitely an interesting time. But before before we open that up, though, okay. let's talk about what's happening over here next to me. I mean oodles and noodles. <laughs> <laughs> or what people out here call it top ramen. It sounds fancy that way. Um, yeah, it's it costs about like ten cents a pack. Um, but I'm hungry, man. I fucking you know I'm a full time mom. I work my ass off. I literally made you guys wait for like an hour and a half. I'm so sorry. No, I got to play uh, Sebastian, so I'm always down with that. We're playing tennis outside. Okay, cool. Yeah, Yeah, my bad. I mean, he's got to brush up on skills a little bit. Yeah. So while you're talking, I'll be eating. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm over here drinking a Red Bull and a protein shake. So it's one of those days. Eh, You know. Um, So you just had a relaxing week. I have a thousand things going on. Uh, like I said, I'm still trying to figure out if I'm moving down to the beach. I'm doing a lot of writing, getting some lectures ready. You know, hanging tight though. Okay. You know. So, the beach. <laughs> yeah. You're really going to get up and move to the beach? I got nothing else going on. <laughs> but that's not like not even by Hollywood. It's not. And that's really crazy because I've been living in Hollywood now for about a decade. Like straight up in Hollywood. So you feel like you need to change at Come this point. Come walk to everything. Yeah, you know, there's something magical about going to bed and waking up, hearing and smelling the ocean and seeing it. I agree. Your entire system slows down. I've been talking a lot about this, but it's powerful. It's true, but do you think that it's going to make you too comfortable and you won't hustle as hard? Possible. Yeah. I don't care. I need it right now. Okay. Yeah. Well, how about a vacation? Can't always be in the hustle. Uh, yeah, I, I've been taking little mini ones, kind of bouncing around the country. It's just, you know, I got so many other little things happening here that I can't take long periods of time off. Right. I get it. I mean, I always feel like like I need a vacation, and then I go in like three days at the beach. I'm like, I, I need to get back to work. I need to be back to the hustle, you know, so... Good luck with that, man. Yeah, I've never not been doing about three, four, or five different jobs. So it's always been like, you know, the clinical practice while writing something, doing lectures, doing mm-hmm. some media. So I'm like you. I'm used to doing a thousand different things, but right. I'm working on learning how to just kind of hang tight for a little bit. Okay. You know, I'm not just, mad at just you. Being in love. Fuck you. I that's know. <laughs> I'm just waiting to drop that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to be in love. How about that? Boop. That's cool. Okay, I like having my pieces, <laughs> my vibes, my joints. Keep them in rotation. Oh, man. Um, sorry if you're listening. Um, <laughs> no, just kidding. 
All right. Um, you said, okay, so before we started, you said you had like a couple quizzes mm-hmm. for me. Got you. Okay. Now, <clears throat> some of these just crack me up and we'll get to the funny ones, but I always find this stuff interesting. So one of the cool things about my job is it's, you know, sexual related. So a lot of the research I'm doing always falls under, you know, paying attention to sexual trends and looking at what people are up to and just really having a, you know, an understanding of what's going on. So I was doing some mm-hmm. research over the weekend and it was about porn searches. So a really, really big study was done and they were looking at the most searched for key terms. Okay. And we've talked about this a little bit. I think I know what this is. <clears throat> what is this? I th- Don't answer the, I, tell me you already know the answers. What? No, I feel like I know the answer, <laughs> which is like really unfortunate, the answer. <laughs> Am I correct? I, I don't know where you're going with this. I think it's teen. Oh my God, I hate your guts. Is it teen? Well, let me, let's get there. Okay. Let's get there. So you already ruined the big surprise of it all. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the kicker. As right? I eat those, my oodles and yeah, noodles. Yeah, eat those noodles. What do you think? So basically, for those that are, are not in on what we're talking about, big study done and they're looking at you know what words do people type in the most when they're looking at porn so amber called it out the number one which is not a shocker to many is youth right uh teen videos right which you you will not find anything under 18 but people that look barely legal and all that guess what the number two one was second number two yeah um big black hawks no, it was MILFs. And here's the kicker. Mm. One of the key ones was... Okay, so I'm just thinking about what I look yes. for. Yes. Yeah, the question okay. wasn't, if I pulled up your history and search <laughs> browser, what are you looking at? I had to remember that mostly guys watch porn, I guess. Yeah, well, so, wait, we're going to get there. We're going to get there okay. to that. I could see MILFs, though. But this is the kicker. The, the example of what they added to it was MILFs in bikinis. Interesting. Yeah, right? I mean, bikinis. They like the, like, the huh, baby right? belly. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. It didn't. It doesn't really say body type as much as uh, hot moms, right? Like moms, I'd like to fuck. That's what milfs is, and mm-hmm. I guess they want to see them in sexy bikinis, like really kind of put themselves out there. I love that though. I think I think uh, single hot moms are sexy. Just saying. Why they gotta be single? Because uh, I'm single and I'm a hot mom and <laughs> I'm a single mom, but um. You know, I I think like I I know a lot of guys have told me that there's it's something really sexy about like a MILF because they're almost like nurturing and caring and you know, it kind of turns guys on. Even when I was pregnant, um a lot of guys would I don't know, kind of like lust over me mm-hmm. while I was pregnant. It was like a thing for them. Mm-hmm. In a, in a weird way, and I just couldn't understand it because I'm like, I'm carrying another man's child in my belly. They but don't, you f- They don't take the fantasy that far. <laughs> they, they don't. No. I think they just kind of... But here's the thing. I mean, they have some pretty popular Instagram accounts that are like, you know, DILFs of Disneyland, where it's like hot dads with their kids and MILFs of, you know, places That's like Disneyland. hot. You should go through some of these pages. It's really fascinating, right? You've seen it, Anne? Yeah. Cracks me That's up. That's kind of fucking hot, dude. Family values. <laughs> That's fucking like a hot dude with his kids and he's single. Fuck. Really? Yeah. That's hot. Like you just being a good dad is sexy. 
You know what I mean? Unless they're fronting and they're just like we were talking about last time, posting pictures of them with their kid because they happen to be around them for one hour and they need oh, a photo fuck. moment. Right? I know. It's a big sham. It's a, it's a total sham. So the rest aren't going to surprise you. The one after that is breasts. The keys, the keywords tend to be the word huge tits. I mean, that's kind of not a huge shocker. Huge tits. Right. Um, but then the next one's kind of cool. Cheating wives. Cockhold porn. We've talked a little bit about that. It's been yeah. coming up more. It's been coming <laughs> Ooh, up a lot hot more. sauce is hot. Woo. Uh, otherwise, the the rest are kind of like, eh. But this is an interesting thing. And then um, they were breaking down the difference between what men look for and what women look for. Mm-hmm. Now, again, this is very gender binary in that not everyone identifies as a man or a woman, but this study is kind of outdated. But what do you think the difference was? What do you think men were looking for? And be like really broad. Let me put it like this. What were men doing online in terms of eroticism and sexuality versus what women are doing online? I mean, they're all masturbating. What do you mean? Yeah, that's kind of hard to answer in the way I posed it. So basically, 37% of men that are online in terms of sexual activity, they're looking at porn videos and pictures. Mm -hmm. The women, the majority of women, ready for this, are staying in contact with ex-lovers and partners. That's what they're doing with their time. Oh, got it. Which is fascinating because the the narrative is always like, oh, you know, dudes are the ones who, you know, are really cheating. You got to worry about them. But women's online sexual activity or romantic activity is not porn based it's them talking to their exes on fucking Facebook and shit damn son right so you know what that means you look over your girl's like I'm just on my Facebook babe late at night you see that glow of the phone in the dark Mm. might want to look over her shoulder damn son (laughs) smash that that's crazy yeah right not to make anyone paranoid Uh, that's so I don't know I don't get it I don't get it I don't know. Like if when you, I don't know. I'm just like not like that. I feel like I'm just, if I'm going to talk to somebody like my ex, I would go to my boyfriend and be like, babe, my ex hit me on Facebook, which I'm not really on Facebook, but, um, or Twitter, Instagram. And I'm like, you know, we just said hi and stuff, but it was yeah. actually really cool to kind of run into him via social media. Cause I haven't seen him in years or whatever the case may be, but just to be dishonest and kind of, you know, feeling obligated to talk to like an ex. I never felt obligated to talk to anybody. Dead ass. Okay. So, um, is it was that the quiz? Because I feel like I passed with flying yeah, colors. Yeah, you, you kind of killed it. Uh, <laughs> some other more comical ones that came out of it, but anything else? Well, I just thought this was kind of funny. Okay. So they're looking at female versus gay male erotica. This is, I literally laugh. I was like drinking my coffee and like spit it across the room. Wait, female? So like what girls watch and what gay guys watch? They're looking more at erotic stories that are written about or for or by gay men or by and for straight women. Uh Uh-huh. And the most used words, this isn't that chucker, in the women's was the reference to the man's gaze. How he's looking at me or whatnot. But for gay men, it was balls. His, his hole. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I spit my coffee out. I was his like, gaping there hole. There you go. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? I'm sure. So that was hilarious. Jesus so, Christ. Yeah. Yeah, that's where we're at in the world. Yeah. <laughs> his gaze. His gaze. His hole. <laughs> um, we have a caller. Hi. Hi, Troy. Hi. Hey, how can we help you? What's going on? Hi, I just wanted to say thank you guys so much because you've taught me a lot. Oh, uh, awesome. Also, um, a little backstory. So, me and my girlfriend have known each other for about eight years. We're both 19 years old. 
um, about a month before we started dating. We've been dating for almost a year now, by the way. Uh, about a month before we started dating, I joined the Army, and she didn't know. And uh, now, in about a few months, in October, I'll be deploying to Cuba for about a year. And I just wanted to ask you guys how we can keep our trust in our relationship going and our momentum sexually going, because in the year that we've been together, we've learned a lot about each other, and we've matured a lot more than uh, most couples do in years. Yeah, that's beautiful. I mean, long distance is not ideal. Uh, it's difficult, but it definitely can be done. And um, I usually throw out there's like three factors that make people feel close. Eye contact, touch, and time together. And distance doesn't necessarily allow those, so you do your best. So I would say you want to stay in contact as often as possible, but try to do the you know FaceTiming, Skyping, so you can try to make that eye contact. There's something really powerful about seeing them when you're talking to them versus maybe just firing off texts. Um, but I'd also say keep keep sex and eroticism frequently engaged and involved in your communication and your conversation so it stays sexualized. Okay. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Flirt the hell out of it, right? Or even love letters are really nice too. Oh, no one does stuff like that, right? Like yeah, send no a one writes actual letters anymore. Would you spray your perfume all over? Of course. <laughs> or is that old send, school? Send some like, you know, moist... <laughs> Uh, she could send you some, you know, moist underwear. Maybe it'll probably be crusty by the time it reaches we'll you. We'll ziplock it real good. Yeah. <laughs> Tight ziplock. A little Wait, moldy. How, how long are you going to be gone for? For about a year. I should be getting back in the States sometime in August, and then it should be about a three, four months before I actually get to go home. Okay. Yeah, that's a chunk of time, but it's doable. I, I love the idea that you want to try. I think that I think, oh man, just the idea that you care enough to want to try, I hope is really powerful for her because there's a lot of people that wouldn't be willing to try to, you know, to do that. For sure. Yeah, props to you. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Troy. Good luck. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, take care. Yeah. Thank have you ever tried long distance? Did we talk about that? I don't remember what you told me i mean yeah you, they just always wind up cheating and like i find out because i'm like i search. close your ears troy <laughs> yeah because i stalk and i lurk and i yeah i figure out everything it's hard it's yeah. hard you're like me i mean you like a lot of uh time together we mm-hmm. want to be cuddled and hold hands and right. go on dates and um, not being able to do that would be really difficult for someone like me. Yeah, but I also like to miss them. It's just like a full year of not seeing someone is very mm-hmm. difficult. But um, I like to have time where I can like work and spend time with my kid and not feel obligated to yeah. like, you know, kind of just give them all my time as yeah. well. So. Well, if it doesn't work out with him and his girl, maybe you and him can date. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't do army men. My dad was in the army, so... Okay, well, guess not. Fuck that shit. What um, what is this? Because you were in here before me. Yes. I was making my oodles and noodles. Um, this is actually kind of interesting and funny to me. So we were talking about this once before, where uh, the whole concept of ghosting. And so there's this article that was written about 15 different texts that okay. you can send. You can send instead of ghosting. And I love the idea. Wait till you hear it's on the mar. You're gonna laugh. Uh, all right. But I like the idea of you know, say something. To just disappear on someone is so horrible. I mean, but listen, sometimes people tend to not get the hint, mm. even if you're like, you know, right now I'm just, I'm emotionally unavailable. 
you know, I'm not ready for, you know, a commitment. I would want to be your friend. And then they're like, yeah, so can we go for like a long walk on the beach? Yeah, maybe? because you just lied. Don't say you want to be their friend if you don't. Don't be like, we could still be friends. And then they're like, let's go see a movie. And you're like, nah. Because it's different. You got to uh, give time. You just have be that- honest. Say, just say it's not working out. Yeah, but you like I, if you don't hate the person, you don't want to like not be their friend, but they need to just act like a friend. Well, maybe you say one of these. You say something like, number two, thanks for going out with me recently. I thought a lot about it, and I just don't think we're compatible. It's nothing personal, but I thought I should let you know. Oh, that's still... <laughs> I'm, sounds I, so stiff. I'd rather just ghost them. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. I want to read some more of these. Hey, I realize that I'm extremely busy, and it might not be the best time to date. I wish you the best, but I don't think we should go out again. Damn. I know that sucks too. That's fucking hurtful, bro. (laughs) These are all like 15 of the worst things to say to someone. Oh, this is really good. You are the worst. You sad excuse of a flashback. Okay. Don't use this one. I was just making sure you're still reading. Oh my God. (laughs) I'm like, that cannot be on there. I, I, you know, I'm the guy that tries to be really specific and That was the that was the twentieth time that you banged your fucking. You guys need to see the side eye look of death. We're gonna try to do video soon because he this motherfucker. And this is coming from the girl sitting over there with like noodles hanging out of her mouth. No one one heard me. (laughs) The difference. All right, so so do another one because those are all fucking horrible. Um. Let me see. Okay. I'm going through some personal stuff right now, and I don't think it's a good time for me to be dating anyone. I hope you understand. That's horrible, too. These are so stiff. Whoever wrote this is, I'm not going to say her name. These are horrible. This. How about this horrible one? I'm just not interested in you anymore. I hope the best for you. I'm sorry if I led you on. That's oh gross. my god, that is That's so gross. like not compassionate. At That's all. gross. I mean, I wish I'll have to at some point go dig up some of mine because I think I was really beautifully honest, but also like loving and authentic. Like, hey, you're super cool. The sexual chemistry is just not really there for me. I'm totally bummed out because I think you're hot, but it's not going to work. Exactly. You need to hit him with a compliment yes. at the same time. You can't just be like, you're not fun and I don't like you. It's <laughs> <laughs> horrible. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that's so I, fucking bad. Like, uh, it's tough. It's tough. I'm trying to think if I ever. I had got... a recently. I had a recently like tell a guy that I wasn't interested, um, and you know I was just like c- kind of like what you did. You know, you're really sweet. I, you know, I still care about you and stuff like that. It's just that right now I can't give you the time that you deserve. And, you know, I don't want you to kind of just sit around and linger and wait for me. So I feel like you should just move forward and, you know, try to date somebody else. Good. You didn't say the words, let's still be friends if you didn't mean it. Mm-hmm. That's, I, I hate that. Yeah. That's good. No, I like that. And he heard it. He was like, okay. Nah. Uh, not so much. A little bit. Halfway. So let's say this. Like he, he was like, okay, you know, can I, um, what did he say? He can I, t- can I just take you out to dinner? Oh, come on, and dude. so dinner is very like a romantic oh, thing. Dude, look, uh, everyone listening. If, if someone seems as though they're dumping you and like, and if it's like what Amber just said, it's pretty freaking clear. Just say, okay. Yeah. Like don't put them in an awkward situation where you're throwing yourself back on them. And they have to tell you yet again that they don't want to go out with you. Right. Like, how horrible is that? Yeah. Right. I mean, either way, it's just, it's not easy to like receive that information mm-hmm. or say it. But you just got to take an L and just be like, fuck it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I've I'm trying to think if I've ever trying to think back to the last time someone broke up with me. I can't really remember. I'm usually the one that breaks up with them. Yeah. Um, and I've had to do it on many first dates. No, I got dumped not that long ago. You remember? I do. Um, and it was for really shitty reason. It was. Um, and for my attitude after that was like, go fuck yourself. I wasn't about to like call him and be like, hey, can we hang out? Yeah, can we go get drinks? It's like, no. Oh. Just be like, look, it's just not it. Like, fuck it. Move on. I I would rather someone tell me that straight up than have me be unsure, confused, not knowing why they're not getting back to me. Like, I think it's a loving thing to be like, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Welcome back to Loveline with Amber Rose and certified sex therapist Chris Donahue. I just uh, briefly want to talk to you about these sheets that I got on my bed. We talk about this a lot on here. Um, They're one of our amazing sponsors. And why it's so easy for us to do this is because we're absolutely in love with these sheets. Bolt and Branch, um, they're comfortable. They're beautiful. Um, and what color do you have, Dr. Gray. Chris? You have gray. Okay, yeah. I have like the champagne color one. Beautiful. And um, so if you go to bowlandbranch.com today, you will get $50 off your first set of sheets plus free shipping when you use the promo code LOVELINE. $50 off. Yeah. It's not 50%. $50 off is a lot of money. No, and they're really nice sheets for an affordable price. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is I was a diehard, sounds ridiculous I'm even saying this, but I was a diehard Jersey Knit yeah. fan. I don't know what it was. My mom at some point, maybe in college, like sent me Jersey Knit sheets. I swore by them. I, w- I would sleep in nothing else. It was like sleeping in a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And then I got the these sheets and they were one of the most comfortable sleeps I've ever had. Yeah. And now I'm hooked. So um, so you could try them for 30 nights and see for yourself. If you don't love them, you can return them for a full refund. Wow. So I think that's really great. You can try them for 30 full days. And if you're just like, uh, these suck, return them and um, get a full refund, which I do not ever think that's going to happen. These are the most comfortable sheets ever. So go to Bowl and Branches, B-O-L-L and Branch.com. Uh, today for $50 off when you put in the promo code LOVELINE. Oh, yeah. Hi, Catalina. Hi. Hey. Hey, how are you? Just hanging out. What are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. All right. We got to speak up there. I'm good. I'm doing good. All right. Don't, oh, hi- don't all hide right. your voice. Let everyone hear you. Yeah. How can we help you? <laughs> Okay, my question is, okay, I don't want to sound like all weird for you. We're in 2017. Everybody meets someone from Instagram or online. My question is, how do you get over someone you've never met? You talk to them for a few years, and you had a plan. You had plans on meeting and everything, and out of nowhere, they just got a girlfriend and threw it in your face. Mm. And your question is, how do you get over that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it, it, it would be like I think it would be like how you get over any other relationship because you know, uh I don't want you to feel bad. I I feel like you're you're like feeling bad about it or 
you feel like it's weird, mm. but it's not weird. It's actually very common. Yeah, you know how many people, people I've done that to? <laughs> yeah. Like, I yeah. I fall in love every other week with yeah. someone else Come on, on Instagram. <laughs> um, yeah, and the hard part is he's Russian and his family is not too fond of people of color. Oh, Oof, them Russians, yeah. girl, and they'd be his, fine his, as hell, though. Stay away from yeah, they do. <laughs> Damn. They really do. <laughs> and his girlfriend knows about me. The funny part is, he likes to make fake accounts to lurk oh, on me. <laughs> He's been doing this before. He's even with his girlfriend. And it kind of bothers me. Like, you have a girlfriend now. You've been together for some time, but you're still lurking my life and trying to talk mm-hmm. to me and everything. And so you think he's just me. messing with this other girl because his family doesn't like ethnic girls? I honestly don't know. I, oh. Pretty much. How long were you guys talking? to this day. Um, two years. Oh, it's a long time. Oh, yeah. How yeah, far do you live away was... from each other that you never met? Um, he lives in Europe. Oh. But when he, he's been to the United States a lot. He's been to Miami and Los Angeles and whatnot. So I didn't think it was a big deal for us to meet, but. <laughs> okay. And where do you live? I'm in New York. Got it. Yeah, that's long. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I love love. I think it's beautiful when people prioritize love and they go to you know great lengths to try to make it happen or you know whatever. Right. But two years yeah. to be, I don't know, focused on something or I don't know how right. committed you were. I don't know if you guys were boyfriend and girlfriend. But two years to have not met someone, I never advise that. I would have told you yeah. to have been dating other people um, until you yeah. meet and someone. It's the funny part. I do date other people. Good. I do. Okay date other people and everything but it just it still hurts and the, the weird part about the situation is he will not post their relationship online like you would not even know they're together like he won't let her post any pictures or nothing sounds like you're being creeping will, on their page too <laughs> i know i would because no, you got all the information <laughs> huh <laughs> yeah, but Amber'd having a word set so that every like. time that one person posts it was like ding of ding 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 I, yo, pull yourself out of that. You know, it's a loving act for, toward yourself. Unfollow them all. Pull yourself out. Move oh, forward. I've never followed okay. him. If okay. anything, I block him. I'm to the point. I just block him, everybody around him, even his fake accounts. I just block him. But it just still gets frustrating because he'll make up accounts to try to talk to me and follow me. And I'll just Man. try to block him. But it's hard. He's got too much free time. Yeah. Jeez. Well, you sound like a catch <laughs> if he's doing all that to try to keep in your life. So... Girl, unblock him. Let him see how fine you look on Instagram. Trust me, even if I block them, he'll just make another account alert. So right, I feel you. Matter. I feel you. <laughs> All right, well, good luck, babe. Yeah, good luck. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Gosh, online dating, it's a whole world out there. Mm-mm-mm. So what you're missing out on? No. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get you a fine man over in Europe that you won't meet for two uh, years. I had those. Had a few of those. Oh man, all the cats. I had an African, stuff. I had yeah. a European, I had a Russian, oh, I had a Australian. I done ran through the whole world, man. <laughs> and I got to discover new ones. Shit. <laughs> Which, by the way, mm-hmm. I just did the ancestry.com. You're welcome for the plug. Uh, DNA thingy. Did you? Didn't you get the test results yet, but I finally did it. it was sitting there forever, sent the results in. Really odd, trying to fill up your little spit thing. Yes, you know, shaking the Up bubbles the out. Yeah. yeah, but um, waiting to get the results. Did so. you, you turned it all the way to the blue came sure out and did. you shook it? Yep. 
Okay. Yep. I'm excited. Me too. I hope it's I think good. you're a lot of Jewish. I, I, I believe so as well. Because my little brother did something and, you know, we'll find out. <laughs> I will know for sure that he is my brother. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but he did one of those and that kind of came out and we had never been discussed or told that we had any Jewish in yeah, our family. Yeah. I think through like generations, it kind of just gets lost. Or lied about. Or lied about. <laughs> Yeah, we got some lies going on. There. Yeah, because yeah. I I have I have a cousin, and her kids are like white as snow, mm. but they have black in them, and they just don't even know. Because her, she married a white guy, and she came out very white as well. Um, but yeah, they just don't know, and they're not being raised to know. So then, when they have children, it's just gonna be like super lost, and no one ever talks about it. So. I don't know why people do that. Uh, I mean, maybe not so much now, but uh, racism runs deep. Yeah, but it, you are what you are. People want to deny it. That's so weird. To me. Yeah, as though if you don't talk about it, it's not real, but it is. Yeah. Did you? What's the, what the fuck is that movie? Um, what's the movie? I'll remember it. Okay, I'll, I'll, it'll come to me. I, I've been watching some heavy movies. I got to stop with the movies. It's a really good movie. It's an old, like, black and white movie. And my mom made me watch it because it was a girl. Um, she looked white. And she had a black mother. And the black mother was, like, a maid in the house. And I think her dad was black as well, but he was light-skinned, like, super light-skinned. She just came out looking really white. Mm. Um, and she denied her mother. Her mother would come and pick her up from school. And she would be all the, with the white kids. And she'd be like, that's not my mom. I don't know what you're talking about. And the, the white kids would make fun of her. And then, well, I'll just tell you. And then at the end of the movie, her mom dies. And she's kind of like chasing the hearse down the street. And she's like, my mom, my mom, I love you. I mean, you will bawl no, your eyes out. I can't be watching movies like that right now. Fuck. Nothing I just got like emotional like yeah, just saying that. I because my, my mom made me watch that movie. Like, bitch, don't you ever in your motherfucking life. Because <laughs> I will die and you'll be chasing my herbs down the street. Uh, no. you, it's funny. You're, yeah, you, you would never do that to mom. You guys are so close. That sounds like a beautiful movie, but I am one of those people where the work I do tends to have enough heaviness to it. Mm-hmm. Where when I watch movies, I want to just check out. That's why I watch horror and sci-fi. Yeah, I like I horror too. I just want to get taken out of it all because I recently watched a really heavy movie. Have you seen this movie called Lion? No. Has the guy from Slumdog Millionaire, what's his name, Dev? Pat- okay, don't tell me. I'm not going to tell you, but... It was really stunning, and what I loved about the end is that they showed the real footage. It was based on a real story. All right, but don't don't say it, okay, please. Can, I, I, please I'm I, not going to ruin it. I look, I'm not going to ruin it. I look for new things. I feel but like I watched everything. You're going to cry, but can I tell you what came out of it for me? Can I tell you what came out of it for me? Yeah. Okay. I, like, really want kids. Mm. Soon. It was like triggering into these paternal feelings. Because for a while, I was like, I have so much going on. It's not something I'm really looking to do. But I was sitting there, and I was like connecting to all these things. And I was like texting my babes. And I was like, yo. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like, I know you're out of town right now working. But you need to know we're having kids. (laughs) Listen, you're so good with Sebastian. Oh, thanks. So, yeah, for sure. And you ain't getting any younger. Get on it. All right, we have Victoria on the line. Hey. Hey, Victoria. Hi. Hi, Amber Rose. Hi, Dr. Chris. Hey, girl. What's up? How can we help you? 
Hi. So this is actually a question about, it's more directed toward Amber because she's a mom, but uh, I just wanted to get your guys' input on the situation that I had with my boyfriend. So Mm -hmm. we have a little girl, she's five, and, well, we want to raise her to, like, be really, like, body positive and sex positive, so, you know, we're, like, we tell her what her body parts are, all that kind of stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So she was taking a bath the other day, and I guess she was just exploring her body, and she found her anus, her butthole. Mm -hmm. And she was like, Daddy, what is this? And, you know, he explained to her, like, oh, that's your butthole, that's your anus, that's where poop comes out of. And she's like, I want to see it. Can you take a picture? And he's like, hold oh. on a second. <laughs> so he comes out. He's like, babe, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, that just seems weird. Like, are we going to take a picture of her and, like, so she could look at it? But, like, we also didn't want to, like, embarrass her and be like, well, we can't take a picture of it. Because then she'd be like, why? So I just really want to know, like, what you would have done in the situation. I would have took a picture of it and showed my son. <laughs> yeah, you would. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just the type of mom I am. Like... When he poops, like, I take pictures of his poop so I could show him later. Yeah. You know? I appreciate that when he's a teenager. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like you don't have to have it in your phone forever. No, please, please actually delete that after you take it. For for real. But, you know, so, I mean, yeah, to take a picture of it just to show her and, you know, you can kind of make it, like, cool. Like, yo, this is what your butt looks like. This is actually really cool. Like, it looks like a little swamp monster or something. And just tell her what it is. Or get a mirror. Have your, you know, you can put a mirror under you and like kind of stand over it, look at your vagina, look at your butthole. Listen, you're going to run into so many um, experiences like that with kids because kids are so innocent and they just don't, they don't care like we care. You know what I mean? Like we're like, oh my gosh, she wants me to take a picture. This is crazy. What, what do I do? But really it's like t- to her, it's not really a big deal. Yeah, follow, right. follow your kid's lead. It, you know, we make such a big deal, but your kid just wants to understand her body parts. Yeah. And that's how we took it. I guess it's just more for, like, him. My, like, my boyfriend, he's like, I just feel weird taking a picture of my daughter's butthole. Like, what does that make me, you know? But, it, like, makes you, it makes you the thinking. parent of a, of a young child <laughs> uh, who's yeah. exploring their body. It, you're going to run into so many, like, Things I don't want to say weird things, but things like that are gonna come up so many times. My son does it to me all the time. Like he, like when I go pee, he likes to look under, and he's like, "Mommy, can I watch you go pee? Like, can I look at it? Can I see it come out?" And I'm, you know, it's just moments like that where you're like, "Oh well, I don't, I don't really want you to look under there," but you know, at the same time, it's like I tell him that I have a vagina, he has a penis. You know, and I tell him that babies come out. I literally explain everything to my son. And you know, okay. he, your your boyfriend or your daughter's father knows that he is not being inappropriate or like a pedophile. Um, so he doesn't have to feel any type of way about that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's reassuring to us. Because I think mm-hmm. it was just our own taboo about the situation. Like... You know what I mean? I think every parent that's listening has definitely, you know, gone through something very similar. We all go through it for sure. Cool. I I love your question and I love your perspective and I wish there's more parents like you. So props to you for that. Oh, thank you. That means a lot. For sure. Thanks for that question. That was awesome. Thanks, Victoria. Thank you guys so much. Yep. Take care. Stuff like that's awesome. I, I wish yeah. more parents were willing to kind of, even even if they're not comfortable doing such a thing, I love that she was willing to at least say, let me ask questions and find out. Yeah. Get more information. Yeah. I mean, and like I said, your kids are so innocent. They don't, 
they're not thinking of like child sexual. yeah child porn and like we put the sexuality exactly. into it on top of it it's neutral you know and that's the thing is like let me fast forward it if they had shamed it said we don't talk about that that's disgusting don't touch that what it looks like 30 years from now is that child in my office as an adult unable to orgasm not comfortable being sexual with a male or female or whoever they choose mm-hmm. uh, you know vaginismus where their you know vaginal muscles are clamping down and tightening not able to relax and enjoy penetration like all sorts of horrible things happen because right. as a kid they weren't allowed to just be like what's that that's your butthole yeah it's amazing easy yeah yep Take a picture and show your kid, man. It's not the end of the world. At least they get to see what it is and, you know, fuck it. Oh, that's why I love kids, though. They really help you keep it fucking real. Yeah. they. It ain't that deep. It is not show that deep. Show me my butthole and then let's have hot chocolate. Exactly. <laughs> like I want to see my forward. butthole. I want to eat popcorn and watch Batman Lego God. movie. And it's so interesting, though, because so much comes up around that where we as adults are the ones that make something sexual. Kids don't sexualize it's just specific like forms of clothing or the body. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we create that. We interject that. It doesn't exist without us, cre- you know, constructing. And so, whoa. Yeah. Um, um, my son likes to watch like this, this, uh, like this Lego movie. It's like um, where all the Batman Lego people are like in jail. Um, what is it? It's like the Joker goes to jail or something. Whatever. Anyway, he's watching it the other day, and one of my friends were over, and um, Bash was like, look, they're all in jail. And one of my friends was like, oh, but he's not black, though. And it's like a black guy saying this, and he's like, yeah, well, um, you know, usually all black people go to jail. And he kind of, like, cracked a joke, like, with his other friends that were here. And I was like, don't fucking say that to my kid. Like, don't put that on. And then he, you know as someone of color he's gonna get older and just remember and hearing things like that even though he's just four years old i remember things from when i was four years old especially things that just stuck out to me where i was just like hey that was kind of like i don't know it just kind of stuck with me for some reason yeah and and your son's gonna sadly encounter all that on his own later exactly (laughs) but to like you know and then um he was using like the n-word your friend yeah and i'm like yo you gotta get the fuck out of my house Damn. You know what I'm saying? But he's yeah. just like, what? He's a black man. He's going to grow up hearing it anyway. I'm he's like, yo, four. you're putting you're putting it all on him. He doesn't. Sure. Right now, he has white friends, black friends, Asian friends. He goes to school with a mixture of kids. And he's happy. He doesn't see color right now. He just sees good people. Yeah. That's it. So let's keep that for as long as possible. Yeah. The narrative I'd actually rather hear discussed is, hey, Sebastian, not everyone in jail is actually a bad person. Some right. people get put in jail because it's not the most just system. And so not right. everyone in prison did something that should put them there. Mm. <laughs> That's my own criminal. Damn, I mean, shit. <laughs> That's, you just dropped a gem. I mean, that's my issue right now is how unjust the justice system is. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I have some clients in my life right now encountering any of that. So anyway, that's, that's a story sad. for another time. We have a caller. Uh, ne- hey, Nicole. Hi, how are you? I'm good, babe. How you doing? You're on with me and Dr. Chris. What's up? Hi, guys. Amber, I'm such a huge fan. I love you. I was just mm-hmm. at um, Safe Word, and I was in the audience cheering you on. Oh, that's awesome. Thank <laughs> you for that. I was really wasted. Were you really? <laughs> yeah, I was fucking <laughs> stoned. It's okay. Was... Good for a good show. <laughs> Thank you. How can we help you, babe? 
Um, so, yeah, I have, like, a two-part question. Uh, first part is, do you have any advice for um, if your boyfriend seems to have a problem coming too quickly? And second part to that question is, um, have you ever been in a situation where you just can't feel the dude's, like, dick? Like, it just doesn't feel like it went in, like you're just not feeling anything. Like, so I'm dealing with those two problems. Uh, yes and yes. I've dealt with both. <laughs> yes and yes. Because um, Amber's had sex with someone from every country we found out earlier <laughs> in the show. <laughs> you won't get to hear that till you listen, but. Every continent. Every I wouldn't continent. say every country. Sorry, excuse me. Um, so, uh, what are you, hot, Chris? You tell <laughs> yes. me to open a window? It's so warm in here. Jesus. You and your little pajama onesies turning me on. I can't mm. handle it. All this thickness. I honey. can't take all this thickness. Excuse you. <laughs> um, so, yes, I know what Doctor Chris is going to say. If you, <laughs> if you, why if, am I even here? I'm going home. <laughs> um, he's going to say, as far as like coming fast, he's going to say, well, if you want something that lasts longer, get a dildo because um, <laughs> if you want an emotional connection, uh. just fucking deal with it and take it. But am I right? You're killing it. You are. Yeah, like take it as, um, oh. as a compliment that he's coming fast because he's enjoying you very well. <laughs> I'm really turning red. I'm like embarrassed by it, but she's killing it. Yeah, because I've noticed motherfucker that's next right. to me. Um, that's what he's gonna say. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the same thing, but I'm gonna say I understand in a different way because mm-hmm. it, it kind of sucks, but you almost have to take it as a compliment. Um, yeah. And then maybe over time, it, you know, it'll get longer um, to. Yeah. Sometimes, especially like when you ride it, um, guys, like when you ride it. But a lot of times when you ride it, you don't feel it as much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like you're extra wet and the wetness is coming down. And it's just, you know, and especially when, when girls ride in order for it to really feel good for us, we kind of have to do that grinding thing. Where then mm-hmm. they, they're not as hard as they were before because you're not going up and down on it. Um, and then it just feels like a tampon. You just kind of like get used to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. And dudes, once you come, sex doesn't stop. That is weak. Oh, that's yeah. There's no reason why Nicole shouldn't be having sex continue even if he's ejaculated in some form. Yeah, but, well, basically he's saying, Nicole, that, you know, your man should still give you head or finger you. Something. Oh, oh yeah. Like, he'll he'll do head all day for as long as I want. It's just that, like, the, the actual intercourse is, like, just not, like, ideal because it's, like, I don't really, like, we'll try different positions and it's, like, I just don't feel like either he's as big as my previous partners or, like, he mm-hmm. just doesn't, like, know how to work it because it's like I don't really feel it and then on top of that it's like he'll come so quickly and it's like alright like That's what sad. are we doing I don't know yeah I just don't know where where to go from are there you, like, are you guys this. using condoms no okay try using condoms that can sometimes decrease the sensitivity it might last longer that way okay yeah. but she's saying okay. she don't feel nothing as it is and you wanted to put a condom on that is step two I'm just working on step one right now I'm just saying like, <laughs> I'm making sure the girl who is penetrated as long as she wants I can't work wonders I mean he'll last longer but she Here, really look, ain't gonna feel shit with a condom here's some on. things and again we're, we're bumping into some real um, you know self-confidence based anxiety inducing 
solutions, but like there's a couple things. I've worked with some guys where what they've done is because maybe their female's vaginal area is far larger than some. Because, you know, it's not always mm-hmm. that the guy's penis is too small. Maybe you got a, you know, big old canal. Oh, shut just, the fuck just, up. Just calling that out. I'm just, I'm just even in the field. First of all, our insides, okay, <laughs> we can have babies and it goes right back I'm being to funny. normal. I'm being funny. funny. So don't all tweet hate at me. But here's what I'm saying. Yeah. So what the guy would do is a couple things. Because the girlfriend, I'm not saying this is easy to do, Nicole, by any means, but she was able to explain to him, hey, I don't feel the pressure. I mean, there's certain words you can use. So basically what he would do is two things. One, sometimes when he'd penetrate her, he'd also slide a finger in there with his penis in order to make his girth thicker. Okay. You feel the more pressure. The other thing is there are some people who enjoy very, um, a lot of a lot of intense pressure regardless of how big their, their partner's penis is. And sometimes they'll use a toy with their penis as well. Because there are some women who vaginally want, mm-hmm. an, they want a lot of pressure. They want a lot of tightness. And so some guys have done things like that. So that is unfortunately what some solutions are because we can't make your partner's penis bigger. Do you love him? Oh, oh yeah, totally. He's been like, like, like we waited to have sex and I thought the sex was going to be amazing because like I've never had a connection with someone like this intense. And then, unfortunately, it didn't translate. Dr. And Chris was- always says that. He says, <laughs> never wait to have sex I'm because you. then you. You, you fall in love or you have a yep. connection and then you realize you're not sexually compatible. And that doesn't after happen. That. Yeah, that, that is there or not there. Mm-hmm. Love doesn't make that occur. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it's really important thing. And I get, I get a lot of shit when I say that from people. Where I'll say, but they'll this say, is a oh, perfect example of yeah, why for sure. that's true. But you know, people say back the big, oh, but I really want to get to know my partner first. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Um, so sex for you isn't intimate then? It's not a way of getting to know someone. They're like, oh, well, no, sex isn't intimate. Well, then you are getting to know someone intimately by having sex. And let me tell you something. Starbucks coffee dates and dinner dates are awesome. But just sitting face face and talking is not getting to know someone necessarily any deeper than sex because we've all been on some dates where someone is not opening up in any capacity. Right. They're selling a dream as Amber says Mm -hmm. they are, you know, faking the funk and sometimes sex is the only honest moment where we really get to learn about them. Do they look us in the eyes? Do they want a lot of closeness? Are they affectionate? Do they cuddle? Mm -hmm. Do they have sex with their eyes open? How much self-esteem do they have about their body? Like we really get to learn about people, but you're nailing it. You fall in love. Mm-hmm. You never really explored sex with them. You hope that if you love them enough, it'll be compatible. And then it's not. Right. And then you're in a bind. Yeah. yeah. That sucks. Well, good luck, oh. Nicole. Well, thank you so much. For <laughs> All right. Your All right. Take care. Thank you. Bye. I mean, we haven't found a way to make penises bigger yet. I was going to ask that. <laughs> uh, you know, there's pumps. Because I have... think they have the lasers, the lasers now to make you a, like a virgin again. For women, I mean, in what sense? It just tightening up. Yeah, because it was too big. No, they have them now. Uh, No, my, I'm telling you, like, oh, I believe it. Like a doctor asked, I went on a a consultation with one of my friends, and the doctor was like, "Oh, you have a baby. You know, we have this thing now that makes you tight again." And I was like, "Well, I had a C-section, so I'm straight." Or two in there. Yeah. I'm good. My baby came out yeah. of my stomach, yeah. so that it's shit is still like golden box. Okay. <laughs> um, so this is actually a really uh, important one to kind of break down. So okay, survey came out and it was talking about the age at which women hit their sexual prime, mm. their peak. 
Is this a quiz? Yeah, we'll quiz you. I'm just trying to quiz mother. Okay. So uh, what age would you say, from what age on, does this survey suggest that women have the best sex of their lives? I would say 30s and on. Damn, you're pretty good. 36. Yeah. Yeah. So my, why I agree with this, actually, I don't often agree with all these things, but I do with this is because what I've seen in my, my my clinical practice is that you know, there's actually two ways to look at it. There's like genital prime, like Mm -hmm. anatomy and body. Mm -hmm. And then there's sexual prime and genital prime is like when you're 18, twenties, when you should be having babies, like that's when your body is ready for all that. But in terms of sexuality with the clients I have that are in their, yeah, 36 and on the ones that have done the work, they have more, they have more confidence in their body. They've accepted the way they're built and always going to be. They're more willing to allow themselves to make the noises they make sexually. The ugly faces. The ugly faces. They want to put sheets down and get wet. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. They try new things. Right. And that's why I, you know, this whole sexual ageist thing where people are like, oh, older people's sex is gross or I can't imagine, you know, my parents having sex and it's like, oh my God, they're having the best sex ever. Everybody that says that is going to be 36 or 42 or whatever the fuck one day. And then they're going to be like, oh, okay, we get it. Because I'll tell you in my, I'm 33 and, um, I can just say that, like, when I was in my 20s, I if sex sucked. Yeah. It just did. Um, I was probably uncomfortable getting in certain positions because I didn't want to look ugly. I always wanted to look beautiful, um, you know, and I just didn't fully let myself go. Probably later in my 20s was when I started being a little more free. But now that I'm 33, honey, it's just... It's, who cares? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah that's something to look forward to. I, I have the same experience. Good for you. Yep. <laughs> it's only getting better. <laughs> it is only getting better. Although, Mava still has some work to do. All right. Okay. I'm vanilla. <laughs> We're hoping that the next decade. The next decade, seriously. <laughs> I'm gonna give you a free pass for the rest of your thirties. But once really? you hit forty, you gotta you gotta I gotta get the gangbang. You gotta get the gangbang. For your fortieth birthday, I'm gonna plan that for you. See, I care Honey. about you. Yeah, I got you. That's so sweet. I got you, babes. Uh so anyway, they all need to get tested. I, I I know how you are. Trust right. me, I know how you are. I got you. I don't I don't play with my life. I know, babes. All right. I know. And I will have penicillin on standby just in case. <laughs> oh my god. Things slip through the cracks. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Horrible. So this is actually an interesting one as well. Um <laughs> I love this. The new dating stats will actually give you hope. Online mm. dating, there's hope. Okay, show my mother that so she can move out of my house and we'll get married. Yeah, you know what? We gotta, I'm telling you, we gotta set her up. She's. You need to talk to her. I know. I, I, I dropped little... I will pay you to have a okay. session with her. Yeah, I, I try to like every, every now and then when I'm talking to her, I try to like slowly start kind of getting us on that track. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Getting her, getting her back towards that. Maybe you'll get her there. I'll get her there. Okay. So it's saying that there are actually, there's hope for everyone. <laughs> Everyone who's online is not wasting their time. So although this kind of slams Tinder, um, basically, though, it's saying that a lot of the other apps, 95% of the people on them mm-hmm. wouldn't get intimate with someone the first time they met because they're not necessarily looking for sexuality as much as they're actually looking for a relationship. Yeah. And 85% of young people are saying that they prefer options other than hooking up and that they'd rather be having sex in a serious relationship. That's good. Yeah, it's a shift. Well, that's how I am, and you, uh, 
you uh, t- call me vanilla. I do. To your Whatever. face. <laughs> to my face. And with fake profiles on all your social media. <laughs> vanilla all ass sorts bitch. Of fake ones. Yeah, that's me. Hashtag vanilla <laughs> ass bitch. I just, come and clean. That's me. <laughs> I swear I'm not vanilla. I I'm mean, maybe at, I am. You are. And I'm the one at 3 a.m. under a fake account sending you dirty Why am videos. I so vanilla? Why? Um, I don't know. Part of it, I think you're lazy. Really? <laughs> Sexually? Um, I, oh, wow. Really going to break it down, huh? Yeah, break it down. I think some of it's a couple different things. I think it's been very easy for you because some of the guys you're dating have been vanilla. I have to imagine. They must not have been really trying to push you into the possibility of doing new things and seeing if you're willing to try it with them. I, I had one, yeah, but I was young and he was much older than me. Okay. Um, and it just made me feel uncomfortable. So I think during that time, it, I definitely wasn't ready to hear all that and, and see all that. Mm. Um, and so now that I'm a bit older, um, I don't know. I guess I don't run into guys. You know what? I, I told you before that usually the guys that I date, once they're around me and they get to know me and they love me, um, they almost look at me as like angel-esque. Like they don't, they don't want to like, they don't ask me to do anything. Crazy. Yeah. You they told me a story try. like that. Yeah. You told me that you were asking for something and that he was looking at it and he was like, yeah, don't want to, don't want to do that. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm like, they're, I'm like, they're beautiful little flower that they don't want to like, no, I'm serious. Defile. That's how it. they, that's how they treat me. That's really how they treat me. So I don't run into that often or maybe they just, they treat me like that because they feel like I'm going to shame them if for saying something. I don't know, but they never, they never try anything with me. Mm. So I've never really had the opportunity Sorry, because yeah. I'm not, I, I'm not going to initiate it because it's not really necessarily my thing. For sure. I would need to be introduced to something yeah. different, Yeah. but they, no one ever introduces me to anything different. I'm sorry to hear that, man. I'd introduce you to some crazy stuff. Mm. What's your number? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I had to talk to you. <laughs> Hit me up. What you doing, Lena? Okay. <laughs> All right, we're going to go fuck. Um, so it's <laughs> just kidding. Only in my dreams. Um, okay, so it's the end of the show. So um, make sure you call and leave a message for Anne, our amazing producer. Love you, Anne. Um, the number is 213-375-5258. That's 213-375-5258. And make sure you subscribe to our podcast, Loveline with Amber Rose. Com and we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.